Today's Batch It Up is sponsored by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code DVR20 to get 20% off your order. No minimum. And we got a Valentine's Day sale coming. Codes aren't even out yet. Keep on checking back at Cufflinks.com slash DVR for that Valentine's Day sale. It's going to take place January 24th to February 14th. That's the big day, of course. So... Keep watch on that. And I want to announce that we're going to be doing a giveaway. Cufflinks.com has an awesome brand called Oxen Bull. And we're going to be giving away a set. Silver and Onyx stud set. Also, brushed stainless steel tie clip. Also, heathered blue wool men's tie. We got a tie, a tie clip, and a stud set. That's going to look awesome. This is Mm, wearable art, as I like to say, and it's going to be given away to a listener of this podcast. All you've got to do is send us an email. That's it. Just send us an email. Get in touch. We love keeping in touch with everyone. Tell us about The Bachelor. Just reach out to us and you'll be entered to win. That's a silver and onyx stud set, a brushed stainless steel tie clip, and a heathered blue wool men's tie. That's almost $150 worth of prizes by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Go over to Cufflinks.com slash DVR and check out all their awesome stuff today. Today, we'll be talking about The Bachelor, Pilot Pete, Episode 4. That's right, people. It's time to batch it up. Hello and welcome back. My name is Axel. And my co-host today and every week, she's back. It's Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hey, Axel. Great to be back. Missed you guys last week. Yeah, we missed you too. People had to listen to me ramble on by myself. And <laughs> you did a great job. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, <laughs> we do appreciate everyone listening. And if this is your first time listening, uh, we are a part of the DVR Podcast Network. You can find out about us and our many other podcasts at DVRPodcast.com. Speaking of those other podcasts, Heath and I are doing Mindhunter. I just started Curb Your Podcast with Sean, where we're actually covering Curb Your Enthusiasm. We mainly just talk about the jokes and have fun with it. Um, <laughs> but we would love to hear from you, uh, audience members. And we do have a email today from Peter. But you can email us at dvrpodcast at gmail.com. You can also join our Facebook group, and the link is in the show notes. And also, if you didn't listen, listen to the ad at the beginning because we're doing a giveaway. If you send us an email, just just even to say hi, you're going to be entered to win a great ox and bull set uh, from cufflinks.com, our wonderful sponsor. So um, let's get into it. You want to first, Kat, do you want, should I read Peter's email or do you want to kind of go into your thoughts on last week first? Um, go, yeah, let's, let's read Peter's email. This was exciting for me. I've never gotten any, uh, like fan mail before. <laughs> so this was awesome. And, and just to preface, this is not from Pilot Pete. Yeah. This is oh, from, that's true. this is from a listener named Peter. Yes. Um, this is from yeah. Peter, for, Peter in Australia, a great guy, longtime listener. He does some podcasting too. Check it out. He does. Uh, the I think Amazing Race and Survivor in Australia. And I'm actually getting it. He got me into, he's such an awesome dude. He sent me the season of, uh, the, I think the first season of Australian Survivor. I haven't finished it yet. Oh. I got to get through. There's so many things I watch and then I go back. But a great dude. And uh, this is what he has to say. 
I've really enjoyed this season of The Bachelor. Well, up until my wife spoiled it for me during episode two by making the kerching noise every time a woman said the word like. <laughs> After about five minutes, thankfully she stopped. But for the rest of the episode, I noticed every time they said it. As a bit of fun, if you have the time, go through an episode and count how many times they were used the word like. Oh, crikey, I hope I haven't ruined the show for you two now. And you know what? Someone on the Bachelor Party podcast Facebook page does the like count. I know. It's in, it's insane how many times they say like. It's really – you know, I was trying to figure it out. My wife said to me, and maybe you can answer this question. When I was uh, in my teens and 20s, which was about, I don't know, 25 years ago, um, people would get on people's case. You say like too oh, yeah. much, you know? Absolutely. So did that go away or something? Or I think it just – well, I think people like in, in my age range, it kind of just dropped out of the lexicon a little bit. I I used to say it all the time in high school, and I don't know if it was – I remember when we would do monologues in my theater classes, we would like have to like point out our little ticks and all that, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. And so I tried to learn to stop saying it. Although, you know, in episode two or whatever, I said definitely seven times in one sentence. So I, I don't really have too much room to talk, but it is something, it's like a curse because I am like trained. Oh, there, there I go saying like, see, I'm, I know it pops I'm, in. Right? I'm trained to, pick those things out and so it drives me insane when it's so like it's just all over the place it, it's been driving me crazy it, it 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 really i know i do it too and i have my vocal tics i think i i start a lot of sentences by saying so or mm-hmm. i i say right at the end of a sentence someone had pointed that out to me um i try to stop doing those things but they happen but this isn't one person. That's the thing. It's I know. the entire cast. And I also kind of trying to think about it from like a real perspective. And it, you are nervous. You're on camera. You tend to kind of stutter speak a lot. And I think that's a lot of what it yeah, is. Yeah. That's what yeah. I think it is too. It's mm-hmm. just people that are nervous. And maybe what I'm interested to see is the guys doing the like count on Facebook. And I think that this week was the highest count. Does it increase with the drama? I believe it. Yeah. Because you're nervous. You're, you're, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure these, well, I don't know for sure, but I I would think these girls aren't used to having this intense of drama in your face all the time. And it's probably nerve wracking for them to have to deal with that. Yeah. I, I, Ooh, I try not to pay attention because it would drive me nuts. And Mm -hmm. I, I, there was a famous podcast um, my buddy DJ Tim Hinesworth and I were doing a podcast, I think a Westworld, and he was a bit distracted, and I think I was too, and he kept on saying like, and then I was bothering him about it, and then I started <laughs> saying <laughs> we just- Well, that's the problem. I, I've started doing this at work where, where I'll like – make fun of people for their tics and then I'll pick them up and I'm like, Oh no, I'm starting to say these things now. It's awful. That's the way the brain works. I know. Um, All right. Continuing with Peter's email. Anyway, loving the podcast, especially loving finding out about the bachelor nation and the goings on there. Did you know that the last season of the Australian season of the bachelorette 
featured a girl whose claim to fame was she was on Google Box in Australia. I don't even know what Google Box is. Do you know what Google Box is? I've never. Is it Goggle Box or Google Box? Oh, maybe it's Goggle Box. I haven't heard of that either. I have no clue. Um, She was then in I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Then she was The Bachelorette. Um, It's not that she was that interesting or beautiful. She was okay, but I thought too boring to be the bachelorette. In fact, during one of the home visits, one of the guy's fathers actually said she wasn't good enough for his son because she was a nobody. (laughs) A bit harsh, but truthfully, I agreed with him. Well, that's what we do here, Peter. And just in case you're wondering, all those shows are on the same network. Interesting. You know, there has been... I feel like a kind of synergy developing between Australian reality TV and American reality TV. You know, Mm -hmm. every so often this happens like a few, I remember like five or six years ago, there were all these UK reality stars popping up on American like Bravo shows and Survivor and stuff. So I kind of feel like maybe something like that is happening because I noticed like Peter there's a lot of Australians who are getting more interested in American reality TV. Well, and I know like Jared, for uh, example, who's married to Ashley I now, he went on Australian Bachelor in Paradise. And same with, um, I want to say her name was Caroline. Wow, from, okay. From Ari season, her and then um, this other guy, uh, I think from Becca's season, they like were both on the Australian version of Bachelor in Paradise and they ended up getting together. They're no longer together anymore, but they were like the two Americans over in the Australian version and they ended up getting together for the season. So yeah, definitely some of our people are starting to go over there, which is cool. Yeah, that is, I like that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, why not? We, we got to share this with each other. <laughs> of a cultural exchange. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you, Peter. We appreciate your email. Feel free, people, email us. Send us in your thoughts and ideas. We love to hear from you. And uh, we're going to roll right in. We have some Bachelor Nation news starting out with, uh, unfortunately, we had uh, Tyler G. passed away. I know. Um, I I saw this news, um, I think, the end of last week. Um and I, I have like a, a weird like feeling that's like a rule of three with like Kobe passing, which was tragic. Um, and obviously, I you know the Tyler G is isn't on the same level as Kobe, but it's still very sad. Tyler G from Hannah season. Um, I read that it was a potential overdose. Um, but you'll remember that Tyler G got the first one on one on Hannah Brown season and then mysteriously left the show the next episode. Um, and so I don't know if something uh, had to do with, you know, some kind of drug problem or what have you, but yeah. um, really sad to hear that. Um, you never want to he- hear anything like that with anyone from bachelor nation. Yeah. It's sad because we always want these people, even if we complain about too many Instagram people or whatever, we're always kind of like, Hey, go do your thing and use this opportunity to, you know, kind of advance your own career and make your mm-hmm. life better because the producers certainly are going to use you for everything they can get. Right. As are oh, we, the audience. Absolutely. So it is sad to hear about that. Um, it is very sad. We did have some uh, other kind of good news, but I'm not sure. I want to get your reaction to this. And I'm not, I don't know if you have any more information about it, which is that uh, there was a little video that popped up where Chris Harrison announced, and I think they did a commercial during 
um, maybe it was the Grammys that there's going to be a new show called listen to your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really all I know. And it's going to be, you know, a bachelor version, but with a bunch of musicians. So that's, that would have been prime for Jed. To that's go what for. I didn't know whether this, I'm not, I, I mean, I looked into it and it is real. But then yeah. I'm like, is this maybe a joke? Because Chris always says like, uh-oh, he brought a guitar. Like Chris is always the first. He's the one who said on the – um, remember on After the Final Rose, he said something about, uh-oh, you know, if you see a guy with a guitar, run. I know. Yeah. So, I think so. I heard this is going to air before Paradise in the summer. I guess between – well, no. Usually they go straight from Bachelorette to Paradise, don't they? Well, it's going to be in the summer sometime. So, <laughs> and they're also doing, I heard now, this is, I don't think this is a spoiler, even though it was reported by Reality Steve, but he said that they are going, and I'm just remembering it, that they're going to do summer games. Oh, that's what it is. Yes. That's going to air this summer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess they're, well, I guess they're going to have a bunch of shows then. Listen to your heart. Yeah. That, yeah summer, summer games summer is games. Usually- that's only like two or three episodes, I think, yeah. right? I loved Winter Games, so I'm very excited for Summer Games. Me too. That yeah. was great. And that was where they brought in people from the other countries. Yes. I really liked that. And I liked that they like brought some old, like people from older seasons and with like newer seasons. And it just it, – it was more of a, of a melting pot than – paradises. Yeah. And I really liked that a lot. Me too. So what's this you have in the notes? Bachelor for seniors. Okay. So this is a deep dive, but I saw, I want to say it was on the bachelor party Facebook page that someone posted that one of the bachelor producers posted this on Instagram. So I went on Instagram and I went to this person's page and apparently they're, they're potentially casting for a 65 and older version of the bachelor that's really all that's really all i know but i i don't know how i feel about this i can't like i in theory i'm like i'm in but also like i don't know if this would be like awkward to watch (laughs) oh wow that sounds that really sounds cool i think i know i feel like i'm i'm intrigued but also nervous about it. <laughs> yeah, because it's like if they announced kind of like a like a middle age, like my age, like forty to sixty bachelor, mm-hmm. I would kind of think like, yeah, I mean that's going to be, but that's kind of just like the older batch, you know what I mean? Like, right. absolutely. But this is something totally. If you're like a bit like forty years older than the contestants now on the batch, right. you're like it's a whole different thing. It's going to extremes. I think that might be kind of fun. And you know, they do say that the seniors these days, they love to get it on. I know. Right? Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> They're I, always talking I, about I, that. I bet you this show could be a real hit. I feel like it would – I feel like people would really just like – I think it'd be – they'd probably do a lot of stuff tongue-in-cheek and just, you know, and go with how funny and awkward it all is and – I think it'd be interesting, but it, it makes me a little, I don't know, a little cringy maybe. I don't know. I, I, I'm in on it though. All right. I'm going to ask my mom what she thinks about this idea and I'll report back next week because she does Perfect. love The Bachelor. Sounds good. Um, um, oh, what else? Yeah, go ahead. So also I saw that um, our boy Tyler C is apparently getting his own show on this um, newer network called QB. Um, and I think it, from what I read – 
Um, it's going to be about like making these extravagant dog houses for like rich people's dogs. Okay. And he's gonna, apparently going to be the host of it. I think that's what I read. Um, so, I mean, good on QB for landing, uh, you know, a fairly big star like Tyler C. That's amazing. There, now, uh, this, uh, I have a little background on this okay. because, you know, I'm all, I, I love TV. I get down into the, the business side. Right. This QB, which stands for Quick Bites, oh, okay. is going to be a series of like, they're meant to be watched on your phone. There, okay. there is, um, there have been some rumors that some of the shows are actually going to be shot in portrait. So oh. when you, you can just hold it up and look at it on your phone. Um, That's cool. yeah. And they actually have a huge list of star. There's like so many crazy Soderbergh, Spielberg, Zemeckis, like crazy directors and actors and actresses, a list that are attached to this stuff because what they're looking to do is like go out and shoot like an hour long show and then break it up into like five minute segments. Interesting. You know, I think that's the way of the future. That's what they're betting on. And I think it's Katzenberg who did this. It's some of the guys from DreamWorks. Oh, that wow. put this together. So it's got a lot of it's it's got some oomph behind it. So, you know, this could I be was, pretty I, good. I, I was reading that they've gotten some really good investors and things like that. So that's that's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. It should be and, interesting. And hopefully that means uh this Tyler C show is gonna be good. <laughs> we shall see. Tyler yeah. But that's a good thing for him to do. Like, go, oh, go yeah. be a host, right? Keep, Absolutely. Don't just be somebody's new boyfriend or so, like. You got to make your own name out there. I agree. Yeah. So I'm excited for him. I think that'll be a good, good something. You know, something new for him to spread his wings a little bit. Yeah. Get out of get out get away from the bachelor stigma or whatever you want to call it. But um, that'll be that'll be cool to watch. I think it should be fun. And unfortunately, Jade did not get the money. I was appalled when I saw that they like um, DraftKings like reassessed the standings and all the points and all that. And so Jade was no longer in first place. I, this made me, I'm sad for her because I was so, I was rooting for her. I was like, yes, girl power. She won. She beat all of them. Um, But yeah, I'm bummed for her. I, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. Um, it, the ba- Bachelor Nation is a buzz. Did they cheat? Is it is it really cheating? Is it just t- like we talked about? Is it kind of gaming the system? Yeah. And I I have to after reading through this stuff, I have to say, I think they should have given her the money. I think so too. They made the mistake of allowing people to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And if you set up a computer system that's based on some kind of obscure honor system, it doesn't work that way. You know, like yeah. you can't do that. You, right. if, you so I feel like they got took, and I hope that Jade sues them. <laughs> that would be hilarious if this continues to go on. I I feel like they're just gonna you know let bygones speak about bygones and let it go, but. Um, that would be funny if they did. Maybe if they're smart, they'll sign her, her and uh, Tanner to like an endorsement contract. Yeah, that I mean, that's the move. Yeah. Well, although that may 
people may be like, oh, you're endorsing, you, you have cheaters endorsing yeah, but, your products. Like, but I don't but know. It's, it's, a, it's like, come on, it's gamblers. What the hell do they care? That's true. <laughs> you know like it's fair enough. It's not like it's the cleanest of industries. That, um, that's, that's a valid point. <laughs> oh, and a little bit of the final bit of news that I just found out and my mind is blown. There are going to be two episodes next week. I heard this on the radio this morning, and I was going to text you that we got to record two episodes next week. Or I guess I guess we can record one yeah. all-encompassing episode. I think we'll have to do. I don't know. I don't know if I mean it's Monday eight to eleven. Oh my god! And Wednesday eight to ten. Five hours of content next week. <sighs> Wow. Man, I'm excited, but also like I'm going to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm already worried. Like I can't stay up till 11. Oh, oh man. <laughs> how, how much fighting? How much drama? I mean, I'm kind of trying to figure out why they're doing this. Is there something that happens the next week or maybe is it is it a scheduling thing or is it a actual I'm kind wondering. of plot thing? I don't know. Yeah, I'm wondering if like they need to show us more, or if something came like I, like when I think the State of the Union is coming up. I don't know what day of the oh, week that's maybe on. Maybe that has something to do. with I don't that. know if that's going to mess anything up. Maybe they're skipping a week, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that means we maybe there's we end a week earlier then. Potentially, yeah. They have done that in the past. They always, you know, in order to try to schedule this podcast and see because I do the other podcast too. I try. I tried to look at all the like what their schedule is, right. and they don't ever release it. You just have to kind of look back at what they've done in the past. Yeah, that's true. And, I didn't think about that. Yeah, and it's it's they've always like kind of it never really goes the right amount of weeks, and they always add episodes or then push it a week or so. Yeah, like with, Han- with Hannah, they threw in that weird like recap episode yeah. right in the middle. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You never know. Well, good good for them. They're going to get five hours of uh, our time next week. So. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of five hours, we did not have you last week. So we're not going to do kind of a full recap of your thoughts of last week. But mm-hmm. you did have some overall thoughts on the episode. Um, what, what do you kind of think about last week and how it played into this week? Um, well, so, so last week, so actually the, what I had written down was overall thoughts on this week's episode. Oh, okay. But, I'm sorry. Um, all good. All good. Yeah. Last week, it, it took me a while to get through it, but I finally did bit by bit. Um, I just feel like, like last week and the week before were just kind of like, blah, you know, like it's just, there's so much drama and it's like, I, I need to get to know the other girls more and it's starting to get really old. This whole like Alea drama. I just I don't know who to believe and I thought that was just like obnoxious last week and over the top and and it, going into this week the fact that that was like pulled in again and we'll we'll get into it more I just I honestly do think like that Chris Harrison wasn't BSing us th- this time around this really is the most dramatic season yet <laughs> It is I it's too dramatic Yeah and and I feel like like the the past two weeks, I feel like we've just been jam packed with content, so to speak. Like I feel like they've been very quick to like get through the dates, get to the next date, get get through. The, and this week, it kind of was like dragged out a little bit more. I feel like um, we've had like spent a lot of time with Victoria F. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. Nothing has really lived up to the first episode with me yet um, overall. And and last week was kind of no different. So um, yeah, overall it's just, there's just so much drama and I think there is such thing as too much drama. Yeah. And so much of it around Alaya, who I feel is just doesn't have a great personality and just kind of stands there and smirks. And, uh, you know, last week it was Sydney, right? And then the Victoria P stuff started. Right. And now this week is all about the Victoria P and Aliyah thing, which like you said, I still don't really quite understand. Not only do I not understand who was lying or if someone was lying or if it was just misrepresentation Mm -hmm. or... And I also don't get where Peter stands either because <laughs> he like he he kind of gets really upset and he's like you uh, lied yeah. and he sends her home and then this week he's like oh did Victoria but he didn't send Victoria home no. so it's like well we don't know yet we I, don't know I, you're right we don't know but it didn't seem like that was his reaction I I agree yeah you know he wasn't like oh you lied he was just kind of like oh I made a mistake you can come back. It's that time again to take a little break and tell you about Cufflinks.com, our presenting sponsor. They're keeping the lights on here at DVR Podcast Network, and we are so pleased always to have them. It's a family-owned company. Cufflinks.com is the men's accessories marketplace. Cufflinks.com aims to drive men to one place where they can find all the accessories they could want to elevate their look each day. They've got over 60 brands, Hook and Albert, Ox and Bull, of course, their own Cufflinks.com brand. Also, man, they have so many licenses. Star Wars, Marvel, DC Comics, NCAA, NBA, NFL. If you follow Cufflinks.com on Facebook, you'll see, guess what they're coming out with soon? The Child. That's right. Little baby Yoda, Cufflinks, and Tie Clip, and Tie. It's awesome. Everything they have that's geeky is fantastic, cool, quality, just like the wearable art that they have if you're going to an event. And if you have an event coming up yourself, reach out to Cufflinks. They'll help make sure everyone looks great. So go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Don't hesitate. Do it. One of the best parts about podcasting is getting to know the listeners and making new friends. And one of those friends is Andy. You may have heard me mention him before on one of our many podcasts. And Andy and his wife, Claire, are looking to adopt. So if you or anybody you know is considering adoption for their baby, please consider the loving family of Andrew and Claire. They're a home study approved adoptive family of three living on a farm in southern Minnesota with a dog, Barney, and two turtles. They're able to adopt from anywhere in the United States and would love to answer any questions you may have. To learn more about them, check out their Facebook page at Andrew and Claire Adopt or on Instagram at Andrew underscore and underscore Claire underscore adopt. You can also email them at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. So again, if you or anyone you know is considering adoption for their baby, reach out at andrewandclaireadopt at gmail.com. Thanks. We started this episode with Victoria F. And that, that oh, was... Yeah. Okay, let's get into a little enough, bit of that. That was enough drama in itself for a whole episode. Um, 
I I realized during this date that I could I could never date Peter because I would never get in a small plane with him. That is absolutely terrifying. However, having an amusement park to myself, now that's a dream date because okay. I love I love amusement parks. Yes. Um and so that part I was super jealous of. That was that some that seemed like an amazing time. It also looked like it was like not the greatest weather because like Victoria F's hair was like it looked like it had been through some rain, but she's gorgeous nonetheless. It's fine. She can handle some rain. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Victoria F. Got to stop putting this act on. It's so annoying. Like, she she keeps saying, like, oh, I'm afraid of heights. Oh, my God. Like, ah! And then, like, people find pictures of her skydiving on her Instagram. It, it's just – it's Which all an act. took down, too, right? After people started liking it or – Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just yeah. read – I was just on love before we started and um, she took that picture down. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's all an act and it's driving me crazy. And just be real, girlfriend. Just it's, – it's, I don't know if she thinks it's like cute the way she's like acting towards Peter. I mean it seems to be working. Peter seems to be digging it. But I don't know. And then this whole Chase Rice drama, like – Honestly, this made me hate the producers. I just – this wasn't fair to him. Like poor guy being like suckered in because he he had no idea and he actually I think came out and people – but yeah, and the people and said he was not happy about it. And and, I mean when the producers – I'm sure when they found out that they used to date, they were probably like jackpot. Yep. I definitely – I agree with everything. Everything you were saying, I'll start out with the flying. No way. I mean, this is a terror for me. Mm-hmm. I do not like flying. I get very motion sick and I hate amusement parks. I get motion sick, even though, you know what? I really kind of do love Disney World and Disneyland. I like that that kind of thing where you're like in a different world, Yeah. but the rides kind of make me sick. So this was like- just my terror date going in this little Cessna and then, and, but he, I said this to my wife, this is kind of helping me actually, because he's so calm. He's just like, yeah, we're taking off. And when they're taking off, she's like grabbing onto his arm. Yeah. And I was like, get off of his arm. You're going to crash the plane. (laughs) But he was just so calm. And then I, it made me think to myself, the next time I'm on a plane, I'm going to close my eyes if I get nervous, and I'm just going to imagine that Pilot Pete is the pilot. Perfect. He's just chilling. He doesn't care. We're at 30,000 feet or whatever. He doesn't care. (laughs) He's just having fun flying a plane. And I'm going to kind of feel – it does make me feel better, but that was a little bit much. Cleveland, I have to say, go Cleveland. I know we have a listener, James, a patron who is from Cleveland, and I'm a fan of Cleveland. I'm a fan of the kind of the those Midwest cities, right. which I think are really. I went to a wedding. My friend got married in kind of a little city. It was like Toledo or something, and I thought it was great. Honestly, I, it, Cleveland looked beautiful. Yeah. They really they did a great job with like showing off everything that Cleveland has. Well, Cleveland had to offer. You know, it was it looked like a beautiful city. 
And it was a bit much. I mean, you could tell that they were really trying to push it, but hell, let's revitalize Cleveland. You know what I mean? Like, let's get some hipsters to move out to Cleveland and open some breweries and, you know, maybe some of them can move out of Portland. You can start some podcasts in Cleveland. You know, I like it. Um, The Chase Rice stuff. Yeah, I I looked at that dude and I was like, what is that name sounds really familiar. And then I saw him on stage. I was like, he looks so familiar. Then I realized that he was the runner up on Survivor Nicaragua. Oh, he's the one that was, okay. I knew there was a Survivor contestant yeah. that became a country singer. I didn't realize that was him. Okay. And he wasn't just a contestant. He was a great player at Survivor. I remember I really liked him. I thought he played the game really well. If I, I think I, I don't want to go too far because you never know with these reality people. Then all of a sudden you remember, wait, I didn't like him, but I appreciated his play, I should right. say. Uh, that's the kind of game Survivor is. And um, what a career he's had. And you're right. I just, And actually, I just read something. Uh, in the same, uh, when I was reading about uh, The Bachelor before we started, I, I just read a quote. And I'll have to go back and find out if it's true. He said he only went out on like one date with her. Yes, I did see that in a recent article um, that they just like spent the night together in Charlotte one night. Um, so that's yeah, your, so, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, that's weird. I'm really curious how they met, if they just met randomly in Charlotte or mm-hmm. if I, I'm, cur- I'm curious how that situation um came to be but overall uh, i just thought victoria f was being a drama queen about all this stuff like just spit it out and tell peter everyone's met hannah b everyone has a past like it's okay that she yep. used to date this guy like it, it's okay i agree it, she should have as soon as she saw him she should have just stopped him for a second whispered in his ear and said hey look i'm just going to be honest with you the producers are playing some trick on us or something i dated this guy yeah So this is like, I just want to tell you, this is a little awkward for me because the thing is by not telling Peter, you make him look like a fool. Oh yeah. No, the poor guy was like, oh my God, like this chase guy is so cool. And they were like broing it up, hanging out. And then when she tells, when she tells Peter, he's like, but, but I, I talked to the guy. Oh, that was, he's such a sweetheart. Really? You know, I mean, this guy has become a real waffler and it's not, I mean, I have some issues with him on that level, but there's no denying that he just has a naivete and a kind of like childlike way to him Mm -hmm. that I really like. And that was sweet. And it just, that's what pissed me off. Like I was, I was not pissed at the producers like chase and victoria they're in it for the fame she is obviously on this show to advance her career she's dating a guy a country a guy who was on survivor who became a country star who you know what i mean like come on this is the track that she's on that's okay but just be honest about it and peter is the one who i think ended up kind of being screwed over by the producers here because I feel like this guy is actually trying to get to know these women and he's taking their drama seriously, which I don't really think he should. That's like his first mistake. I agree. And it made him look silly. But as far as Chase and Victoria are concerned, she is, I must admit, I am a man. 
I love a man who loves women, as my <laughs> wife likes to say. And she is gorgeous. Oh, she I agree. Absolutely. I mean, she's just really kind of stunning looking. She's so cute. She's got that kind of cute, but also beautiful thing going on, you know? And and she knows it because she oh, has yes. that weird toast about her, their kids having hot mom and hot, hot mm-hmm. dad. Yep. And you know what drives me crazy on this show? And it's just a side note, but they always do toasts and then they don't always take a sip after they toast. <laughs> I'm like, this is bad luck. I need you to take a sip. So I feel better. Yep. My OCD comes through when that, when that happens. Yeah. You're not complete. I, That's true. You don't complete. Yeah. It does. It's not completed unless you drink. Exactly. But yeah, that, that was a weird toast. I'm like, okay, obviously you know that you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that was weird. And it's just, it plays in like that, that, that moment, I feel like she was kind of like letting her guard down and like letting her like weird self out. And then she like, kind of like turns it back on. I feel like if anyone's turning it on for the cameras, uh-huh. you know, it's not Alea, it's Victoria F. So I don't know. 100%. I just, I just thought this whole date was annoying and, and strange. And um, I think she just needs to be herself. I feel like we could have a chance to actually like get to know her and maybe like her if she would stop putting on this weird act. But I think, I think that should be failed, unfortunately. Yeah. And I kind of think that is herself. You know what I mean? Like that That very well could be. I, I often think that when I meet people or I look at a situation, if it's TV or even real life, and I'm like, gosh, I wish they would be themselves. And I realize it is themselves to be a person in flux, not knowing who they are and projecting mm-hmm. constantly what they want you to think they are. And that's I true. feel that's who she is. Um, and I think she's, I, I don't, I, I think she's going to be found out. I really do. And I think that once there's so that's what kind of the problem of the episode was throughout, like we get to the, the football group date and I, I thought, Oh, okay. Hey, we're at this football thing. This is kind of cool. I like the stadium. I was waiting for Baker Mayfield to come and turn off. The I know, lights or, I know, you know, how do, how do you not get, how do you visit there and not get Baker Mayfield to come out? I, I was thinking the same thing. I don't that, get that it. Was- wild the guy always yeah. wants to be on tv and in my opinion i think he's a great i love those commercials oh i think they're hilarious they're great right like yeah. he he the thing where he has is this is how about this one and then he has to go i'm having sixty thousand people over tomorrow well I, and they they showed one of those commercials right after oh the football date when like the first commercial that what they went into and i was like that's perfect product placement right there yeah they must they must have shot this when they were away or something you know maybe yeah and that they, must have been that's why they had to get people who were formally on the team um, right. But this was kind of fun. Cheyenne kicked ass. Um, Tammy. I, I thought that this was really a fun of thing. And they really the All the women got into it. But oh, yeah, it, I, I was shocked that they were doing actual tackle football. And yeah. But I loved when when Tammy was like, I love contact sports. And I was like, I expect <laughs> nothing less out of you, Tammy. I really wanted some more. I wanted some more shots of Tammy just like killing it yeah. um i think we saw some good good shots of her have tackling some folks but i really needed some more tammy action in this date which I, I just was waiting for her to just like dominate that was hilarious i loved it a lot of dates too so far like half the group dates 
have been really pitting these women against each other in a physical way. Yes. Even the pillow fight was very physical. That's so true. I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like we actually got a nice little peek into like the actual, like deeper in, with these women. Like when like Madison was like, man, I'm pissed that like we yep. tied. And um, I loved the moment when Natasha was like, Sheanne, like you scored all of our points. Like I, you get to talk to Peter first and I'll block for you. Yeah. That was like such a nice moment. I mm-hmm. loved that. Well, yeah. she said that she scored all of their goals. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I remember it was a very awkward way that she said it. And I thought that was cute. And I oh, and I loved and- it too. And that's what the thing that bothered me about this date is I like that stuff, right? And I want and, – and it's the whole episode and it's happening this season with the Victoria P a lot. And then Victoria P takes all the attention with getting – I thought that was rude the way he was like – massaging her while the other girls were, were were on the field, like trying to show off for him, like give them some attention. I thought that was very inconsiderate and it was very, it just made me like squirm. I didn't, I was like, Peter, dude, like what, what are you doing? Like this isn't okay. Yep. If they they had said, if they, if he sends home Victoria, both the Victorias and uh, Aliyah, then there would be no show. I mean, that's fair. You yeah. Know, like, we, we, we haven't gotten anything out of these other women. So, yeah. You know, you're spending all these time, all the time on this. And Alexa goes home last week. I didn't even get to, we didn't even get to talk about that, who I thought was a diamond in the rough. Alexa and Sarah both went home. Yeah, Sarah too. So bummed. Yeah. And it's, it's just taking attention away. Um, and, and then as soon as that date is over, we get, uh, we get, well, we get to the night portion of the date and yeah. that's when we have Aliyah returns. Um, and I, we get into this, this was, whole thing. This was definitely producer intervention again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just honestly don't know who to believe in this, in this Alea Victoria P situation. Um, I am so bummed because I haven't really, like, I just like, don't really have a favorite of these women. And and Victoria P was kind of starting to like lead the pack for me. And I really started to like her a lot. And then I don't know. She just really disappointed me this episode. It was very, it was just a very strange situation. And I really hated, oh my God. I literally screamed at the TV when the two when Alea and Victoria P were sitting on the couch with Peter and Victoria P like goes to like wipe Alea's mascara. I'm like, what are you doing? You guys are literally having like an argument. Like it, it, it was just so awkward and cringy and I hated it. And it seemed very, it seemed like she was trying to like do like a power move or, or mm-hmm. some kind. And it just, it did. I didn't, it didn't sit well with me. Or they broke character. Well, you know what I mean? Where this was a kind of, I don't know, it continues the kind of pageant thing too, right? Yeah. And and I like, I enjoy when they bring the outside world into the show. I, t- I agree with that, yeah. But this does feel so manufactured because I'm reading online, I'm reading bloggers, I listen to podcasts. And everybody is saying the same thing. What is this even about? Like, I know she lied that 
they didn't know each other, but maybe the producers did it. And then Peter got mad about it just seems to be a whole bunch of manufactured drama. And unfortunately, the person that I have to blame in this instance is Peter, because if he just cut through it and said, hey, look, what is going on here? Why am I wasting my time with this? I want to talk to these other women who actually have something to say or want to are interesting and want to talk to me. And in meantime, he's pissing them all off. And my girl who I call Kiki, uh, <laughs> Natasha, she speak. I loved her attitude. She was like, what the hell's going on? You know? And she I, was co- I loved when Deandra and Natasha yeah. spoke up and I was like, yes, give it to him because yep. he needs to know that like that was, really messed up that he brought Alea back, gave her the rose and ignored all the other women. And I, I would be pissed off too. Like if I was out on the football field all day, getting bruised and scraped up and then Peter ignores me, like, no, thank you. I don't blame them for being pissed off. Me neither. And, and the eventual uh, him bringing her back was weak. Yeah. The, the way he explained it was weak Everything was just kind of, he seemed almost defeated, confused, just waffling so much. Um, I I just, I I thought that this whole situation is kind of standard for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, right? People get heated, but it always is dependent on how the lead handles it. Mm-hmm. And I just think that he is just waffling and I'm hoping, I'm hoping I said to my wife, I hope they're kind of getting it out of the system and he's going to get better as time goes on. But I don't know how much hope I have for that, that he's going to kind of wake up to it and say, hey, look, I have to take control of this situation. Yeah, I I don't know because he brought her back. I thought I, I get him wanting to bring her back. I think the way he did it was not okay, And I think giving her the group date rose was in bad taste. Um, and I think he should have spent, spent more time mm-hmm. with the other women there. I think, I just think he handled that. And there were some people, who, um, I saw some screenshots. I got slightly spoiled because oh, there no. were some screenshots of like the coming attraction where you can see the rose in the background when they're talking, the way she hung it off of her like lamp. Oh yeah. While she was having the conversation, um, that was when she spilled the beans about um, Victoria F. Victoria F. F. Yeah. Right. And then Victoria F. confronted her, which I felt was another manufactured drama. Yeah. Why did she even get upset about that? And uh, we'll talk about that. But I did want to say, I thought it was kind of interesting, though. And, and uh, we had in the notes, and you said, too, it could be like a new twist that they mentioned, we don't have our cell phones. We don't know what's going on. And then she comes back. And the most interesting part of her return for me was her spilling the beans on Victoria and her Mm -hmm. relationship because it was like, Ooh, what else does she have to say? Yeah. What else? Because there's a lot of stuff out there about Victoria and about other contestants Absolutely. That if you look, you can find it. And I wonder how much she looked, which is probably a lot. (laughs) I'm sure she did a deep dive. Absolutely. I feel like they've been 
kind of breaking that fourth wall yeah. a bit this season, which I I, it, I think is refreshing. Um, and, and I think it's kind of just how the show is going to have to evolve because social media is such a large part um, of everything within this franchise now. Um, so I think that's been interesting that they were, you know, candid, they've been candid about like, oh, like when the cameras are here or, oh, like we don't ever, like, I just think that's very interesting and, um, refreshing. Me too. And I think it's cool. Like we talked about that. I think, didn't you have an idea that, that like halfway through the season, they should be able to like check social media once or something like that. I feel like we've talked, like, I feel like. I think Juliet has mentioned this too on Bachelor Party that they the lead should be able to like have one day yeah. where they get to to see some of these folks social media just to mm-hmm. be able to get a little bit more of a taste of who they are outside of this. Yeah, bring Detective uh, Demi back in. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And also we're moving on to the one-on-one and my first question was speaking of detective, do you think Peter knows what a pierogi is or he seemed a little baffled by it. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. How do you not? You know, you know, you've had pierogies, right? Oh, I've been to Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. I've, I, I've had a pierogi. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I mean, I'm for, they used to um, like a pierogi, a knish. Like these are really kind of things that I grew up with in New York and New Jersey. So I didn't, they, I didn't know that they were like a big thing in Cleveland, but I guess Cleveland's fairly close to Pittsburgh. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I think there is a big like Germanic, um, uh, I guess I think there was, I should say, a big settlement of people, Germanic peoples okay. in the Midwest in general. Right. Uh, like I was surprised to find that when I moved to North Carolina and I lived in Greensboro for a while, I saw all these Irish flags everywhere. And I was like, there's a lot of Irish people here. And then I did a little research and found that for some reason, at a certain point, a lot of Irish people moved to Gre- to the Greensboro area. Oh, that's interesting. It's just, you know, it's like migration when you track the foods and the cultures right. of a certain area. So it's mm-hmm. just like the dancing they were doing. And, you know, there's like, a, I think a, that culture has, yeah. has gone in there. But um, overall- you know what? I was not a fan of Kelsey from her first interactions on the show in Champagne right. Gate. Um, but I thought that this was a very sweet, it was a welcome respite. I laughed and I said to my wife, usually I'd want to fast forward through this, but after all the drama, I'm enjoying how they're like mature people kind of out on a date talking to each other. I agree. I thought this was like a very wholesome date. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the soapbox racing and just ex- like seeing Cleveland. And Cute. I thought Kelsey was extremely mature about yep. the Alea thing. And like, who would have thought that she would be the voice of reason on this episode or on this season? Um, and I, that was like, like you said, it was very refreshing to just not have a bunch of drama and just have some wholesome, um, you know, dates happening, you know, for us to see. Um, but I will say, I, I mean, how do they find these ladies that ha- and 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 men too on you know both Bachelorette and Bachelor? How do they find these people that have like the most heart wrenching lives? It, it's like everyone has such an intense, like, sad story about them, and it and it it like breaks your heart to listen to. But it's kind of crazy that like. Every single person has such an intense story to tell. It is. Um, And I have to admit something to you. Um, 
I was watching the show and my parents got divorced when I was like five years old or six years old. And I'm one of those rare people who never was upset about it. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> because um, my parents ended up marrying people who were much better than they were for each other. And uh, so I always kind of had the attitude. I was always the kid where people were like, my parents are getting divorced. Oh, no. And I'd be like, hey, you know what? It might be better. You yeah. never know. It was better. If for our family, it worked out better. Right. Um, it, you know, and plus, I always kind of felt like I, I've always had the attitude that a parent's relationship is their relationship. And True. kids should kind of not really like get involved in that. That's not your business really. Um, but I understand a family. So I was being, I have to admit, I was being a New Yorker and I was being kind of rude. I was like, oh, great. Your parents got divorced. Then she told the freaking story. I know. She's like, I found the note and then I did. I never saw my father again. He went down to Mexico and got a whole new family. And then I was like looking at my wife and my wife was like, uh-huh, big, uh-huh, tough guy. Right? Like, <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, about? I kind of thought the same thing. I was oh. like, oh, okay, you know, parents got divorced. Yeah. And then and then she goes in on, like, I had the same reaction. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like that, I. That's ugh, tough. That, that was just heartbreaking. Very. Extremely, and you then you think about the family and her mom, and it's like, and you found the note, like it is that was like it couldn't have, you know, it was pretty bad. And yeah. I have to say this though, during Champagne Gate, after that whole thing happened, and she had her little breakdown, she mm -hmm. did show a kind of maturity and humor when she grabbed the other bottle and she was like, what the heck, you know? And then she tried yeah. to drink it, but then it exploded in her, or it didn't explode. She choked it up, right? It bubbled up in her. Yeah. And so I felt that she had that moment of maturity and it showed it to us. And then it was further expanded on in this date. So yeah. kudos. So bad producers for the whole Chase Rice thing, or whatever his name is, and kudos to the producers for actually including that part in Champagne Gate to give us a hint that, yeah, she went, you know, she got a little bit dramatic and that was maybe overboard with the champagne, but she does have a side to herself where she does really want to learn about him. And like you had in the notes, I thought that when he opened up about his mom and grandma coming from Cuba, and I like that angle too of this, of his story. Right. And, yeah. Cause I mean, we knew that yeah. he was like of Cuban descent, but we didn't really know his whole story and, and hearing him open up about that um, was a really nice moment. And um, man, it, you just hark us out to his mom that that was something that she had to go through. But yeah, um, yeah I think that was, it, it seemed like a very genuine moment between the two of them, which was nice to see. Yeah. Overall, so really, this is what it made me this portion of the show and we're about to get into the cocktail party, which was another shit show. <laughs> this made me think, oh man, I kind of hope that if we get five hours next week, I hope we at least get one hour where we learn something about one of these women that isn't their ex-boyfriend or dramatic. Right. You know, because that is... I mean, that's why we watch the show, right? Like it's fun to, to kind of make fun and the drama part, but I actually do like it when you see two people fall in love. I agree. I mean, that's, that's the, the heart of this show yeah. is 
finding love. And I think, like I said earlier, I think there is such thing as too much drama. And I think we've hit that point. Yep. So, um, well, at the cocktail party is when it was, and, and kind of like afterwards to intertwine with the date a bit was this whole thing about, uh, Alea outing that Chase was Victoria's ex-boyfriend. You say you kind of get it. I thought it was, and I, I thought these are the two thoughts I had. One, we know that there's other stuff out there about her. Yeah. And is that what she was worried about, really? So and, I, I, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yep. I, I, I get why she's like, that's none of your business to tell everyone about that. But I could see that it's probably boiling up inside of her mm-hmm. that Alea knows all of her other skeletons in her closet now. And that's why I thought she was being overdramatic about it. And it was also, I was just kind of tired of her and Victoria P and Alea. And I don't particularly really like any of them that much. No, neither do I. Um, And I thought that Victoria P worsened her cause this Mm. episode. Absolutely. I just, she came off really fake too. And I just think that this whole Rose night was, I mean, like you, you had mentioned Deandra and Natasha going after Peter um, and I just felt that this was like a big, this was a disaster. I'm trying to think of when this happened to someone and I, maybe it was Ashley all the way back when she had all the guys leave on her that season. I don't know if, did you watch that season? Ashley P I think it was. That was before my time. Okay. She had, she, previous to Colton, she had the record of most people up and just leaving the show on her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause Colton had quite a few people yeah. leave him. Yeah. And it was because of this type of behavior. Um, people, she just let the drama go and she got caught up in it. And she had some nights like this rose ceremonies where she just was not in control at all. And the men kind of turned a table on her and Peter just didn't really do anything to, to save this and his attempts at having them come to get, it always comes off as he's having someone else solve the problem to me. Right. And, and when like Deandra and, and Natasha and I think a couple others were like speaking their truth and he was like, I'm sincerely sorry, like, please accept my apology. And it, it just, it, it, he, I feel like he was just kind of covering his bases and yeah. saying like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if he really meant it. And, and like, it just didn't, I don't know, something about it didn't come off the way it needed to for me. No. Um, but I mean, he acknowledged, he's like, are these girls just going to revolt and leave? And I wouldn't be surprised if, <laughs> if like Natasha, cause Natasha has been pissed off this whole time. I it's been her. hilarious. I love Kiki. I love her. She's Man. really grown on me. I'm, I'm a big fan of hers now. I think she's hilarious. If I was Peter, I would be hanging with her as much as possible. Oh my God. Yeah. Even if I, even if there wasn't a love connection, just because she seems to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like it's like a dolphin shark girl on Nick season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Alexis. A great like, hang. Oh no, my my Amazon Alexa just went off. Yeah. <laughs> um, like he was like, yeah, we were like, I kept her around because she was just fun to hang out with, and yeah. we were buddies. 
Uh, like there were, there wasn't anything romantic there. And, and I, I think that there's something to that. Just keep people around that, you know, you like to hang out with and keep that, keep things fun. Yep. I, yeah. And I can't tell if there's anything because he has hardly spoken to her. I know. So she's totally right. And I do, I do want to point out that once again, they did get, I think two shots of Kelly laughing while everybody was arguing with each other and running yeah. in and out of the rooms and it's a little nod, man, it's not often that the the lead picks someone out in the beginning. You think that that's the person like we thought in episode one with Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. And they say to them, hey, trust that I like you and that they actually listen. Mm-hmm. True. She is just sitting back, letting things happen. She seems secure. and Yeah. I think when Pete gets back to her, he's going to have a realization. Wow. You've, you're really, you really like, like, you're awesome. You just kind of kept doing the thing. You knew it was a show and you waited until I came back to you. You showed that you were secure. So I, I still think that she's my number one. I, so something that kind of struck me, um, I want to say it was like first thing in the episode when Chris Harrison was telling them about Cleveland, which was a hilarious reaction in and of itself. Um, She was just sitting on the couch, like glasses on, minimal makeup on, like didn't really seem all, you know, like dressed up for Chris Harrison. And I was like, good for you, girl. Like she, like she knows that she's like probably up there, you know, in the top. So um, yeah, I, that, her whole demeanor, um, I, I, I was kind of wishy-washy on her at first, but she's kind of growing on me more. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think um, she ha- is pretty confident in her relationship and isn't, isn't letting it get to her head, which I think is refreshing to hear to see as well. Yeah, I like it with all the drama happening. And uh, I get, you know, that's pretty much the end. Another episode ends in indecision to be continued. No shit. This is a this show always continues. When they put that on the screen, I always laugh. I was like, "What were we going to jump ahead by three weeks next episode?" I mean, <laughs> it always just picks I, up. I, I will say when they were showing, like, you know, like they do like the little like bloopers or behind the scenes stuff at yeah. the end, and and they were playing basketball and and Victoria F. yelled Kobe. I was, uh, I literally my heart melted. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know how I feel about them, like leaving that in, you know, but I I feel like, I guess it was like an ode to him. Ode to to Kobe. Um, I think it's a little bit of a tribute and it was light. It was light because he was so bad at basketball. Oh man. Peter was awful. Yeah. That was pathetic. That was embarrassing. Like at first it was funny. And then it was like, man, he like, I, I just, I mean, look, the guy has, he doesn't seem to have any coordination. He he, he dances funny. He, he, he shoots, he can't shoot a basketball. He can't make a decision. And yet he's a pilot. This I is know. like, that's a lot of, uh, a lot of power there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good point. Aye, aye, aye. You know, like, uh, what are you going to do if you have to quickly hit, make a decision? And, but that's the way he, I, I said to my wife, um, He's like Dr. Doolittle or no, the nutty professor, you know, where like he's somehow a genius at piloting and he just can fly planes and he feels comfortable and it, it, he makes the decisions. But then he's, as soon as he's out of that plane, he doesn't know what color shirt to wear. That's an interesting point of view. I kind of dig that. Yeah, that's pretty funny. There are people I, like that. Yeah, that's true. 
They just are, um, like they're good at their one thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you see it, yeah, with a lot of people in everyday life. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. That's, yeah, that's I. That's a funny perspective. I hadn't really thought about that till just now. Well, I guess yeah. we'll see. That that about wraps it up for this week. Yeah, I. I mean, yeah, we got five hours of content next week. You know, I will say, even though we haven't had any Hannah the past couple weeks, she's still in the forefront of my mm-hmm. mind, and I and I just like. I feel like they haven't wrapped up that storyline good enough for me. And I think that's why I can't really get on board with any of these girls yet. And I, it's driving me crazy that I can't shake that feeling. And I, I really want to get on board with these girls, but no one is really like standing out. And so hopefully next week we get a little bit more content from some of these other girls and actually start to learn more and see some more relationships develop. So hopefully with five hours next week, we get a lot of good content. I hope so. And you might, you, you could have a point there that maybe that's why the drama is getting away from him is that he isn't really feeling it towards Mm -hmm. any one woman or several women strong enough to put his focus on them instead of the drama. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe we, I I mean, I'm all for Hannah coming back because I like her. I like her brand of drama, even if she, sometimes I don't agree with what she does or whatever. I just kind of, I think she has a better, she really controls the screen when she's on it. Mm -hmm. And the, a lot of these women are seeming rather desperate and I want to get to know more of them, but yeah, five hours. I'm like, what, what is going to happen next week? Is he going to. Maybe he's, I don't know, maybe they, maybe he takes them on a flight, all of them together. Somebody had that idea on the Facebook page. They said the producers missed an opportunity. They should have rented like a bachelor plane and just had him randomly like, come on, ladies, we're going to Paris. And, and then he's flying the plane and then they're shooting on the plane you know, that's like, a great point. That would be funny to see. And then they'd all like take turns going into the cockpit yeah. and hanging out with him. That would be interesting. That could be kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess they decided not to do that. Yeah, it might be a liability situation. Yeah, they just have him get into any rickety little two person plane he can find. <laughs> oh God, that it, it makes my stomach churn because it just makes me so nervous. I know, me too. I've only been on a plane like that once. I went to, uh, I went to, actually, what was it, uh, Cuervo Island off of Puerto Rico. Oh man! And I flew into Puerto Rico, and then we took like literally like a four seater plane. Oh God! Um, to, I, I think it was called Beef Island. It's and I get it's owned by Cuervo. They call it Cuervo Island. And um, that was the scariest flight of my life. Oh God, yeah, I like am like freaking out just thinking yeah, about that. I've never been out. on a small plane like that before, and I don't plan on ever doing that. I blacked out <laughs> most of it. I just try not to think about it. <laughs> Hyperventilate. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Sarah, it has been so much better having you here this week. So thank you. It was great to be back. Yes, it's great. Absolutely. And thanks everyone for listening. And hey, I did want to say, give us some iTunes reviews, share. Uh, get the podcast out there. We appreciate it. Thank you, Peter, for the email. We'd love to hear from you people. Email us. Um, even if it's just a quick thought, enter the contest as well. Thanks to Cufflinks. And I'll let you take us out. 
Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, please connect with us on Instagram at batchitup underscore pod. And please uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, guys. 